Present the Pulp Paddle Podcast. We on time this week. <laughs> it's Thursday Mountain, and y'all listening to us on Thursday Mountain. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying. I am your host, Rome E. Creek, and uh, I want to say what's up to my ho- co-host. What up, co-host? Hey, you messed I, me up. I messed it up. I couldn't say what up, co-host. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go backwards. I am Rome E. Creek. Say what up, co-host. What up, co-host? <laughs> <laughs> Threw me off, man. Uh, I messed up your saying. Yeah. I, I apologize. I do it often. Not that bad, though. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's, that's, oh, oh, what's your name? It's Niche. See, we're on time, so I'm yeah, thrown off. Just thrown all off today. I'm thrown off. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's wonderful. We on time. It's wonderful. But yeah, I am Romy Creek. The E stands for, hold on. What does the E stand for? Really? See, I'm off. The E stands for effigy, okay? You know what that is? No. You don't know what effigy, eff, effigy is? You don't even know how to say it. Obviously, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but an effigy is an image or representation, you know what I'm saying? Almost like like a statue, statue, but most of the time it's like negative, like a person you hate. So like an effigy of a person you hate. So oh. like, you know how... All right, so first of all, so you know how people will say like uh, voodoo dolls. Mm-hmm. Voodoo dolls are like effigies, you know, because oh, they okay. represent a person that you hate. But voodoo doll, I want to tell y'all this, okay? And I'm not going to talk about like my affiliation with Haitians and stuff because mm-hmm. I, I love uh, some of y'all, you know, Zopal, you know, please, please don't send hitters after me if you ever leave Florida at all anyway. But uh, <laughs> voodoo dolls are not real, okay? They're only real because white people invented it. And then they put it some, I think it was a lady put it in the book. Um, and people would just go down to like Haiti and be like, yeah, can I buy a voodoo doll? And people were like, yo, what is that? And, <laughs> and you know, really? <laughs> yeah. And then of course, if I'm, you know, if I'm not doing that well, I need some money. Or even if I'm doing well, the type of person I am, if I'm doing well and people are like, yo, I'll pay you so such and such amount of money for this thing. And it's not what you say it is. I'm going to sell it to you as what you think it is. But oh they, Lord, they, you didn't put a curse on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> they, they have a similar thing. Um, I forget what it's called. I apologize for my ignorance, but do the research yourself. They have a similar thing where they'll use these little dolls um, and they'll put them up on trees and stuff like that to help usher people into the afterlife. And um, I want to say some of them actually protect you from ghosts and stuff, too. But I'm not absolutely sure. To be honest, all I know about Haitians for serious is that they make griot and it's delicious. 
Okay. And Grio, if y'all don't know, is 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 a pork. It's like a it's like a little ball of pork. Fried You're supposed to be pork. eating that swan. No way. Exactly. You right. <laughs> the Ricans do the same thing. They do the little balls of pork, but I don't know what it's called. But you're not supposed to be eating pork anyway, so nope. make it like chicken or something. I only eat birds and fish when it comes to the meat. So yep. bird, birds and fish. Very limited in our house. Yeah, yeah. Our house Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. to Rome don't eat no meat. Our house. <laughs> we just made that up. It's beautiful. Don't steal it. Don't steal it. Copyright it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So look. Um, this week, I can't, this poetry week, it's not Ooh. really, but we're going to make it poetry week. Well, all right. Because our feature, we got a dope poet, man. And I, I'm going to tell you a story about, about one of the first times I heard her do poetry. And, um, you know, I'll talk about her transformation and everything like that. But, uh, her name is Sharina, but that's a dope poet. But also the quote of the week this week comes from a poet named Paul Lawrence Dunbar. And today is actually his birthday. And it's funny because uh, me and Nish got too many kids. Okay? Way too many. I'll, I'll say that. I, I mean, even if you only have two kids, that's too, too many, many kids. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, what we started doing, because uh, all the kids are here at one time, um, and it's the summertime, and they tend to just want to sit around on iPads and watch YouTube all day with, with terrible videos of dudes playing video games and yelling all Okay, I yell. All day. Y'all. I yell. Yeah. All day. All day. You know what I'm saying? And Nish, what's the dude you hate, Nish? Or not hate? Which, which one? I mean... It's, it's one dude in particular you can't stand. Uh-oh. Uh, Dan... Dan... Dan TDM? Dan TDM. DTM? I don't know. He he got that. his own, like, t-shirts and, st- and action figures. It's like my son has all of them. Yeah, it's all terrible. Shirts. He just uh, yells on the screen, but he's kind of funny though. And there's this new dude that my son watches all the time and he see the soundproofing in the studio. He was like, yeah, this so-and-so, he has that stuff on the walls too. I'm like, he ain't real. I think he's worse than Dan. Really? Yes, he yells so much. He does yell, but he says funny stuff. <sighs> like, Lord. Okay. I, I'm not going to get into it because uh, he ain't part of this podcast. Mm-mm. But uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> so what we do, instead of having them just sit around and play video games all day, we give them uh, trivia questions. We do we do trivia questions. We do uh, math problems, do five math problems for each child a day. And then we make them recite a poem from a black poet. And the first one we did, or one of the first ones we did was actually Paul Lawrence Dunbar. And so it's funny that he popped up like today is his birthday because I didn't even know that before then. But a lot of his poems are about like slavery and and, and, and God. And y'all all know how I feel about like how Christianity was used for the slaves, but we're not going to get into no, that. No, we don't. <laughs> yeah, they only don't know. They only know if they've been listening to the podcast <laughs> for long. And we on episode 24. So y'all should know how I feel about everything. I'm running out of stuff to talk about about my feelings. Yeah, right. I'm running out of stuff to feel. I'm going to have to find some more feelings and thoughts. Feelings. Nothing more than. <laughs> What's what you. Nisha is uh, tired. I'm so tired. She yo. just woke up. She, I had to do my seven minute workout. I put my business out there like that, man. <laughs> Look, we transparent on this show. I'm not wearing socks. You, you're not. Yep. Where's your socks? See? I could have swore you had some on. My feet are swollen. I was, I was eating food. I was eating meat in the middle of the day. My feet are swollen. You know what I'm saying? After Ramadan, I stopped eating in the middle of the day. 
Lord. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we give them, uh, <laughs> we give them a poem <laughs> to recite. And tonight was ridiculous. Oh, we should have recorded tonight. I couldn't because one of the, the one oh. of the kids, one of the boys wasn't wearing a shirt the whole time. The whole time. I wasn't recording that. I don't want that type of crap in my phone. That- I didn't want to see it. <laughs> he named his nipples. I don't want to. I didn't. About I that. was gonna say, but I was like, no, nah, that's too much for the people. But you just you, well, look. You don't say. You don't say worse for the people. No, you don't say worse for the people. No, we gonna look. All right, look. What I'm gonna no. do is gonna be some post production. I'm gonna go back and grab some of your sound bites, and I'm gonna just play them straight. No, you're not. God damn. <laughs> no, you're not. If it wasn't this late at night, I would. That's why I said, no, you're not. We're gonna do a whole episode <laughs> of just inappropriate stuff that Nisha said on the ish, podcast. Ish, Nisha has said. Ooh, I like that. Ish. <laughs> it. See, I can't even talk. What are you saying? Ish, Nisha has said. <laughs> What what nationality did you just become? I don't know what I had to do it in order to say it. Uh, you need to get your life together. Okay. But yeah, they read the they read the poems for us, and uh, when they were reading uh, this dude Paul Lawrence Dunbar's poetry, we were like, "What did we do? We gonna have to vet these poems before we Definitely. let them say them." Like my daughter was saying the b word. Uh, my son didn't have no shirt on and purposely put nipples had a poem that had nipples so he could talk about his and i'm not sure that poem actually had we need to check the poem <laughs> he probably wrote that in himself you think that? that's a there's a possibility because they know we're not checking them now they're like we can say whatever we, we can just read whatever we want one one of our daughters did did like three poems about it, like abortion didn't she or yes people dying she did and we looking at each other like well, so, what is happening? So the moral of the story is, you might you might limit the television and games that your kids play <laughs> to keep them from learning bad stuff. But poetry might be worse. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, don't read books. It's not good for you. I done told you that before. There's no reason to read books in 2018. All right, so look. the po- <laughs> But yeah, that's why I want to say this episode is dedicated to poetry. And I hate poetry, to be honest. Says it all the time. I hate poetry. All right, so look. Let me explain it, because sometimes niche don't know what I'm talking about or know what I mean when I say I hate poetry. And I explain it to yes, you. Yes, I do. I've no... How well, I'm saying, years? like, when I first started saying it, you were like, Nisha would be like, because when I first started saying it, we had a poetry show that we were doing periodically in Virginia. Yeah. And she was like, how do you hate poetry? And and this is the thing. I really, 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 really wanted poets to perform. Like, mm-hmm. I kept saying, I need poets to perform. And if you've been around poets, you know that poets tend to be very cliquish. Okay? So if if two poets say they don't mess with you, the, their whole poet friend group won't won't mess with you, and so if they don't even know what you, what sponsors, man? If, <laughs> that scared me. <laughs> so if the poets don't even know you, um, a lot of times they won't show up. So you got to get in good with a few of them to get that credibility, so they'll come to your shows and stuff. It's kind of weird, and it depends on where you are. But poet, when I was in Virginia, they were clickish, and when I was in Louisiana, they were clickish. Oh, even here, that one time you performed here. Where I can't remember where you said oh. you performed that, but it was the girls. Yeah, that that was a that, that dynamic was odd anyway. But I'm not gonna say where because we still live here. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, that they tend to be a little clickish too. And also, like, um, because like poetry tends to be fairly emotional, and humans are really weird because when it comes to emotions, how do I say this? 
So one, people set up a hierarchy. So if you spit a certain way, people are like, okay, that's dope, and this other stuff isn't. And mm-hmm. then you'll go to a different place, and a lot of people are like, that's dope. And poets have a way of saying, like, oh, this person isn't a real poet. Like, I've performed and got paid and created shows sitting around poetry, and then I had some people say I'm not a real poet because my stuff rhymes. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I thought I thought poems were supposed to rhyme. So then that's I, what we were taught in school. Exactly. At so then first. I did a whole piece with no rhyme, and people were astonished. So, <laughs> but, and then I got off that. That's crap. <laughs> I like rhyming. I'm a rapper by heart because I'm from Philadelphia and born in the eighties. So, well, no, 92. I was born in 92. 92? Yeah, I was born in 1992 Where? in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, you know, but the reason, a lot of times I say I, I hate poetry is because when you write poetry, a lot of times it's, it's for your own, your own mind and your own feelings. Like you're, you're, you're expressing yourself. So like, that's why I'll separate like poetry from spoken word. Cause like what I do on stage is more spoken word. Cause if you were to read my stuff on paper, you'd be like, eh, you know what I'm saying? But when you, when you hear it and you see me perform it and, and when I adjust it to the crowd is a little bit of a better experience, yeah. but like just to sit and read the stuff it's not the same feeling you know what i'm saying but like if somebody were to be up on stage reading robert frost i'm like yo get off the stage (laughs) 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 you know what i'm saying so it's not necessarily that i hate poetry for real like i just sometimes i can't deal with hearing your feelings unless it's entertaining and that's why like that one venue that we were talking about um what I was doing wasn't translating as well. And I'm weird because if I'm performing and I'm not getting any interaction, I feel like you're not feeling it. But in a lot of those poetry venues it's customary to not say anything and to just sit and listen to you spit. And that's more, that's less of a, okay, spoken word for entertainment as opposed to I'm spitting my feelings. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that it's, makes sense. It's a little bit different. And, you know, I just like saying I hate stuff. Like, I, I hate rappers. Um, I hate singers. Especially male singers because they be lying to each other. Like, if a, if you was a male singer and, and, and another male singer come up to you that you barely even know, he'd be like, yo, you so good. He's a liar. What? Every, yeah, most times he's a liar. You, y'all are in competition even though you don't even know him. I, I guarantee you. I'm not. I'm not. Is this all in your head? No. You it's think all about it over again? Head. No, I'm That's tired of your shit. That. You, you did, did it. You did. You did it. But you, you were doing it as I did it. I sang it because it's Kendrick. <laughs> no, um, I, I did. I, I, I didn't even think about it till one of my boys told me. He's like, you, you know, you hate no. I was like, nah, nah. And then I heard someone else tell me what the dude was saying to, saying about me behind my back. Wow. And I was like, ain't this about a bitch? Wow. I was so upset. Well, I wasn't like extremely upset. I was more astonished. I was appalled. <laughs> you ain't appalled. I'm just a nigga that sings. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, that's why I hate male singers. But anyway, back I to the. it was why you hate poetry. No, no, that part was why I hate male singers. <laughs> and that's why I hate poetry. But I, I love anything where people are creating. And to go back to the shows we were doing in Virginia, I didn't feel like poets and spoken word artists had good venues. Um, it's. Anywhere I go, like, you'll have, like, one venue that a lot of people go to. And if everybody's going there, it's hard to get on the list sometimes. Um, But, you know, I just always, I like to be in a place where different people are showing their creativity, different types of artists. So I try to also create those uh, avenues, too. 
Um, I need to do them in, in Georgia. It's, just, it's my time. And you ain't got none. My time is about to get worse. It's dwindling. <laughs> it's, a little bit more every day. Yep, like my like my <laughs> hair. My hairline is dwindling. No, it's a little not. bit more. It's okay, baby. <laughs> I used to have this uh this music teacher whenever um like we when we weren't doing what he needed us to do, and his class was usually either right before lunch, right before like recess, or right before um leaving. That's that's usually when you would have his class. And uh, we had him th- from K through eight. And uh, this fool, Mr. Barrow, he'd be like, uh, like, if we weren't doing what he needed to do, he'd be like, time is fleeting. And he would sing it like that. And we hated Mr. Barrow sometimes. <laughs> like, don't sing at us. You, you're you not singing to us. You're singing at us. You are weaponizing vocals yeah. and keeping us here against our will. No, I don't think he was doing that. He was keeping us there against our will. It was like prison. It's like James Smith said. We ain't had no bells. I went to I went to Martha Washington Academics Plus School, when, and it bells? wasn't academic. No, it wasn't a goddamn bell. That damn bell was older than my great grandmother. It it never wow. worked. It never worked. It was older than the lady the school was named after, Martha Washington. Okay, oh, that geez. damn bell was so damn old. That whole school was old. How the stairs go up and down at the same time? The goddamn Wait, school was terrible. The damn, the damn music class. You had to go down a set of steps, up a set of steps, around the corner, and then to get outside, you had to go up another flight of steps. The damn bell, and then you go the other way, and you went down into the lunchroom. And then if you went through the lunchroom, there was an ominous hallway that went into the gym that was on the same level as the street. It didn't make any sense, okay? Philly school system, guys. No, it was that old-ass school in the goddamn University City Cluster. Yeah, I'm telling telling y'all business. Goddamn old school. And we had old books. My uncle is at least 10 years older than me. And in the front of the book, you had to sign the book out and you had to bring it back. And his name was in the book, okay? You're telling your age, man. You had to, no, I'm telling the age of these damn books. Because we also had computers in the building. So tell me, we had one computer. We had one computer in the whole building. All right, sorry. So the poet. Wow. (laughs) Really? That's how you just going to wrap that thing up? Really? You should have been wrapping that thing up. Goddamn. Goddamn. <laughs> All right, so the so, poet. <laughs> All right, so, uh, okay, Paul Lawrence Dunbar. <laughs> it's I can't minutes. with you. 18 minutes. I can't. <laughs> so put Paul Lawrence Dunbar, he was the first black American, and I put that in quotes every time because that's not a thing. Anyway, the first black American to gain national eminence as a poet. That should have been the word of the week. It is. That's the secondary E word. (laughs) Eminence. I am Romy Creek. The E stands for eminence. (laughs) Eminence means like a recognized superiority. So when you hear like them talk about a king or something, they're like, your eminence, your grace, your immaculatacity. That's not a word. I just made that up too. But that's another E word. That's the third E word. It is. The E stands for immaculatacity. Okay? (laughs) That's what I lack in my hamstrings. That's why they hurt so much. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you just peeked the mic out. So <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Oh, so we gotta get to the damn poem. All right, so the poem about or not poem? Our, well, the quote from uh, Paul Lawrence Dunbar is actually from a poem 
Um, the poem is called, hold on, give me a second. That's my thinking music. Alright, so this this quote is from a poem called The Lyrics of a Lowly Life. And I told you this cat, he only, based on the time period, you gotta, you gotta place his stuff. The time period, all he knew was slavery and Jesus, okay? That's all we knew at, at times in our history is That's slavery and Jesus. Now. Yeah, it seems like it. Mm-hmm. That's why all the songs sound the same. All right, so um, this is the quote. We wear the mask that grins and lies. It hides our cheeks and shades our eyes. This debt we pay to human guile. With torn and bleeding hearts we smile. I like that voice. Yeah, it wasn't as exaggerated and deep as before. I was trying to make it a little bit more human. I liked it. And this is my thing. You poets talk about Wait a you. You damn poets talk about poetry ain't supposed to rhyme. This the first Black American eminent poet, and, and that rhymed. Okay, it rhymed. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't reading it off a cell phone. Okay, <laughs> so good. <laughs> Not today, Satan. Not today. See. But yeah, mm-hmm. what you think about that quote? The poem? The poem. Yeah, yeah. it was just a small snippet of a uh, poem. So that's why I just said it. I want to hear the rest of it, to be honest. I'm not going to read the rest of it. It's a little long. Oh, it's, it's long? Yeah. Yeah, so educate yourselves. Uh, look him up, man. Uh, he had a he had a lot of good poetry. But like for me, oh, go ahead. What do you think about that? Oh, I just said I liked it. I wanted to hear the rest. Oh, that's, that's it. what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was All right, it. so... It, <laughs> It, what what I'm taking what I'm taking from it um and w- without using context because I did read the rest of the poem and he was, it it did get a little bit more religious mm-hmm. but just from that section um wearing the mask that grins and lies it's almost like that poem that I posted um and I don't want to make it about me but um I called it me too I I, I kind of want to change the title whatever but it it is basically about like hiding what you actually feel and who you actually are and putting on a smile for people all the time and sometimes it's not necessarily that you have to put on a smile for people to hide what you're feeling um to guard yourself sometimes it's to help them because sometimes you do have to smile through life Mm. you know what i'm saying especially so if you and your wife are going through something really hard Sometimes you can't show that it's tearing you apart. You got to be strong sometimes. The same thing with your kids. Um, if you got a husband, the same thing. Um, when you when you work somewhere and, and people above you are making mm. y'all making y'all do stuff that y'all don't want to do, speak it. You might you got to smile. Yes. Wear that mask that Come grins and lies. Yes. Hide your cheeks, shade your eyes. It. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You I know, thought that in my Shonda. <laughs> Stop talking about your Shonda. You worse than your son and his nipples. <laughs> but yeah, in that last part, with torn and bleeding hearts, we smile. Um, and then to take it on another level, because I, like I said, it did get a little religious. Sometimes, even though you're going through a lot of crap, you do have to smile about the things that you do have that 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 are positive in life. You know what I'm saying? So you might be feeling bad, but sometimes you do have to think about the good things that you have that is so i didn't get religious i was about to and i decided against it so i'm glad i did it's so, so yeah. hard to dig deep and find them positive things when it seemed like you're just going through thing after thing after thing just whew. that's what she said mm-hmm. yes <laughs> <laughs> is that getting old yet <laughs> Not at all. but you should you should expound upon that what do you 
Go ahead. Just, expand upon. I hate when you put me on the spot like that. Put you it's, on the spot. I just wrote it. Don't be stealing my songs, y'all. I know what y'all do. Okay. Stop singing them. I can't help it. It's in my spirit. In my soul. Singing Shonda. And I don't have a Shonda, okay? Yes, you do. I don't. I have a plug. Wait, what? A Shonda's outlet. All right, so or inlet. Wait, no, you don't get to do that. Oh. All right, <laughs> all right. We gotta move on, Nisha. This is what you do. You sing it. it you, we were supposed to. We were on track. I, I had us on track, and you got us at twenty four minutes. You are on track, lad. Nothing. Oh come on. I bet I was the one talking about the Philly school system. No, I was talking about the building. Don't get me started on the building. That damn building <laughs> was so damn old. No, no. This, this is my thing. They used to. They had a fence that they would lock up, right? And it, it it went to one of the entrances, but if you left the building, you couldn't tell that 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 gate was locked because it was around the corner. So like you would come out the building, right? You open the door, and then you, it was a, a pretty narrow corridor outside, like between parts of the building. Y'all had corridors. Yeah, I mean, it's always a corridor. Mm. It's like an outside hallway, <laughs> and so you you had to turn left. And when you turn left, that's when you realize the fence was locked, right? The gate was locked. But if you went outside and that gate was locked, the the door would allow you to go out, but you couldn't come back in. So you would people you would I'm see so kids. No, look. So you you leave the building, right? And you walk, you walk through a little a a, a passageway because there were two parts of the building, right? Mm-hmm. Two parts of the building that were combined. So you walk out and then when you turn left that's where the fence is and the fence had a gate and the gate would get locked somebody would lock the gate at the end of the day right so you if you were at an after school program you weren't supposed to use that door but they wouldn't lock the door so you would go outside turn the corner and realize the gate was locked and when you tried to go back in the building it was locked so you couldn't get back in so you just stuck in the middle passage you were stuck in the goddamn middle passage <laughs> like the slaves they got stuck in haiti and it was out there making food dolls for white people all right guys so now the question of the week <laughs> <laughs> you always see kids throw their backpack over the fence and try to climb it and most of them couldn't climb it they would lose energy because it was way too high so their backpack would either be stuck on the top of the fence oh or it'd be on the other side and they would be crying because they can't get back in the building they, they crying they'd be like, yeah, like, they like tyrone because they all call me tyrone tyrone go get mr tomlin Go get Mr. Tomlin. He was the disciplinarian. That's how you know you go to a hood school when y'all have a job that's called the disciplinarian. Right? <laughs> Just Man. had an assistant principal. Yeah, not us. A disciplinarian. Not. They need a disciplinarian now, man. Mr. Tomlin wouldn't let the school get shot up. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mr. Tomlin had guns on him. Oh, and he shouldn't have. Yeah. And his sister, Miss Tomlin. She worked at the school? Yeah, she did. She most of the time just worked at the gym or she'd be out in the playground keeping us from killing pigeons. And cause pigeons didn't pig, wait, wait, pigeons wait. up north don't move. Wait, wait, pause, pause. What? Y'all had pigeons on your playground? Yes. You you went up north, you know the pig- I didn't know the pigeons was on the damn playground. Yeah. Like I thought the pigeons was maybe a recent thing. Like no. within the last Hell no, them pigeons is time tested. <laughs> them pigeons mother <laughs> Lord You talking about kick cereal? <laughs> If you give kick cereal to a pigeon, it may explode because it's rice, ain't it? 
I don't know. Nobody so, eat no damn kicks. Please don't. Exactly. That's why we gave them to the pigeons. You got to keep up. That's why Miss Tomlin made sure we ain't had cereal in our pockets. Yes, we had the pigeons. You've been up there. The pigeons don't move when you run up then on some them. some disrespectful ass pigeons. They look you up and down like, for real? Pigeons? I've never seen a pigeon that up close in person. <laughs> <laughs> we had seagulls too and they come poop on your jacket. Yeah, and you had to explain disrespectful ass birds up there. Everything disrespectful up. No, we from Philly, baby. Eagles won the Super Bowl. Okay, no, you don't get to say that anymore. No <laughs> yes, we do until yeah, somebody uh, else wins. Our six is lost. So, so what? Oh, okay. What about Atlanta? What? What, what yeah. you not gonna do is bring yeah. Atlanta up in this? Yeah, no, because Philly was on the roll. Yeah, Atlanta and just, been on the roll too. Don't do that. Get butter rolls because that's what they must have been eating. They ain't been playing basketball. Don't you know what I'm saying? That. Y'all got a dude that got a blind blonde streak in his head and can't shoot the basketball. Okay? Don't, don't talk to me about basketball. I can't change something. Goddamn Atlanta Hawks ain't going to make the playoffs never. They ain't made the playoffs since they had a dude that was short as my son. Goddamn Spud Webb was 5'2". Moose ain't no 5'2". <laughs> me and Moose just- look out of eye right now. <laughs> <laughs> Try to say moose like five, five two. Cause you five two. You are not you taller than five what two. What you ain't gonna do is keep putting my personal business out how, there like that. How tall are you? We're not gonna talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> you five hey, two. Ain't nobody business. All right, so the question of the week. I'm just trying to follow my boo boo. You tried to bring up the question of the week. Somebody interrupted you. I don't know why. And now we're gonna get to the question of the week. Wow. All right, so Nisha, this is for you. Oh Lord, what is a terrible movie that you love? There's so many. All right, give me one. Uh, so I think it's terrible now, but nobody ever knows it. Like ever. Say it. Why like you... a doodle do? Are you talking about that damn yes. singing movie? Yes. That's one musical that we remember. We said we were gonna make a movie into a musical. That's one musical that we need to take the music out of because it was terrible. No, the music. See, but you and knowledge. You ain't never seen it though. So. I saw the parts. You sing the song. Which one? The one you were singing. One that country. Oh. <laughs> 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 well, my daddy taught me how to sing, and that's why this farm means everything. Sun, do you shine? You better shine. <laughs> That's your jam, ain't it? It is. I love that. I can't even get her to sing normal at the house. And on the podcast, she'll sing that damn cock a doodle doo. Man, it's rock a doodle doo. Rock a doodle doo. It's amazing. <laughs> it's the best movie ever. Where, like, was it in theaters? I don't know. In the fifties, I I don't even remember where we got it from. <laughs> Y'all at a driving movie? But no, we definitely weren't. <laughs> now Cole wouldn't spend no money on a driving movie. <laughs> and why should he? <laughs> you want to see a driving movie? Just pull up to the projects and eat popcorn in the car. Hello, You'll see some goddamn. <laughs> Hello, facts. No, but for real, like I'm not making fun of the projects. Um, the projects are dope. I'm from Mill Creek, Bung Bung. All right, so look, Bung Bung. I that's a New York thing. I don't know why I said that. And the Jamaicans in Philly used to say it right before they would talk about getting the wop or the oo-wop, and which meant Uzi. And that was that's how you knew when to lead a party. <laughs> you lead that sweaty ass party, and you get the hell out. We have Central Air. Where I'm from? What's wrong with you? You bougie. All right, look. We ain't have some chiller either. <laughs> what you mean? Did y'all have Jamaicans with Uzis? Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. All right, so what movie? What movie? My favorite movie. White Man Can't Jump. White Man Can't Jump. I'm about to say Eddie Murphy. Because last week I was making fun of uh, 
Eddie Murphy and I accidentally said Eddie Murphy instead of Wesley Snipes. I didn't catch it till later because I, I listened to the podcast just to see where I messed up and I make notes <laughs> and I messed up a lot. Less vocal pauses this week. Woo-woo. Come on now. Hey, hey, hey. But yeah, <laughs> how about the vocal pause again? I just, Mm-mm-mm. yeah, Get it together. Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson are a wonderful team. Okay. They should have played in more movies together. They played in three movies together and people don't even know the third one, okay? I don't even which know was the, the first one. one. Money Train. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. All right. So, look, in, in terms of chron- chronology, it was that movie with Goldie Hawn and I think Burt Reynolds. I hate Burt Reynolds. It was Burt Reynolds and Goldie Hawn. It was a football movie. And Wesley Snipes and Woody, Woody Harrelson were uh, football players in high school, I think. And she, Goldie Hawn was the football coach. See, I know my movies. Okay? That's all I did was watch movies when I was a kid. That's why I can't read. But, yeah, mm. she was a football coach. And then next was White Men Can't Jump, where they played basketball. Another sport, because they're both athletes. Wow. but Woody Harrelson didn't actually dunk in the movie. It was a trampoline or something, or they lowered the court. It was some something that they told me. Lowered the court. Lowered, lowered it. They lowered the hoop. The ho- look. I, I'm I from was- Philly. Everybody from Philly call it a court. Say, hey, bring your court outside, and they would just bring they damn. Are you serious? Yeah, they, they bring the basket with the. Is that wa- how they walked out? Yeah, there? with the water in it. You know what I'm saying? And it'd be all heavy. And then, it, you know, you take the water out because you don't want, you worry about it freezing in the winter, but then you don't want to put the water back in. So you put the cinder block on there and it caves the plastic in. Nah. Or you just get a milk crate and hollow out the bottom and hang it on the clothesline. Man, that's why everybody jump shot is wet from Milk Creek Project. You know why? Because the milk crate was so small and you used a regular size basketball. If you can get that bad boy to swish in there, you got skills like Steph Curry. Chef Curry. No. Chef Curry. No. But yeah, anyway. Um, <coughs> white man can't jump. And then after that was Money Train with, um, hey ho. J-Lo. With J-Lo. I thought you was talking to me. We was about to have a real problem on the No, on you ain't J-Lo. You can't sing. No, you can sing better than J-Lo. You just hit that mama taught me how to sing. And that's why this farm means everything. <laughs> <laughs> we are way over so time. <laughs> but i do think that white men can't jump is a bad movie in terms of cinematography because it has like a circular plot and then the acting's not that great and then when they were improving, you can tell they were improving. it's just a lot of bad things but a, <laughs> a lot of the um the uh there's a what is it called there's a lot of quotable material in the movie so just watch the movie because i don't want to say some of the stuff yeah, that's when she was on Jeopardy. She was <laughs> trash. That's why I know what a quince is because of that damn show movie. <laughs> she would have got wrecked on Real Jeopardy. Not saying that because she is Hispanic, but, hmm. maybe, but maybe they said they were like, "Yeah, Gloria, the dance hall queen." <laughs> what? <laughs> no, it was either dance hall queen or disco queen. Now we watching it tonight. No, we ain't. All right, so the health tip of the week. <laughs> All right, so what was it last week? Oh, I was talking about poo a lot because I don't feel like you should poo at home. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I still feel like that. But um, this week, it's... Uh, okay, so prayer. Mm. Prayer, it, when it comes to health, because I'm not just talking about your body. When it comes to... You do need that spiritual pillar. <laughs> That's from work. You need that spiritual pillar. And even if you don't believe in the deity, prayer is dope. So let me share something about myself. Um, I got hip to, I came up 
with a lot of uh, Muslims around me and stuff like that, but I never kind of delved into what they were doing. But one day I'm just like, oh, let me let me check out this five prayer thing. So I would do the five prayers, but sometimes I wouldn't actually pray. I would I would sit and I would just take that quiet time for five minutes, five times of the day. And it was amazing. And then I started praying the way I learned how to pray uh, when I was a Christian, when I was in the Christian church, like for real. And it was wonderful for me. And then I stopped doing any of it. And it, I, it, I was obviously, it was, it, there was an obvious difference in how I felt throughout the day. So my point is not just the spiritual pillar, but that mental pillar. If you're not going to pray to a deity, which you don't have to, um, if you don't want to, that's all your business. It has nothing to do with me. What I'm saying is stopping, stop doing what you're doing. For five minutes, five times out of the day, that's only 25 minutes of a 24 hour day. You stop, which of course you should be sleeping, not for eight hours. That's way too long. It should be more like five, six, mm. you know what I'm saying? Lies he tells. <laughs> Look, I, I trained myself to get five hours and I'm all right. Mm-mm, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> well, you shouldn't right now <laughs> for reasons. <laughs> reasons. <laughs> Go ahead and sing it. I can't get that high. Nobody it's late can. at night. That's that's what happened to him. That's why his face was so greasy. <laughs> but no, uh, <laughs> take that time out, you know, five times of the day. Uh, even if you're not going to pray, you don't have to pray. There's no such thing as a Muslim God, by the way. But you don't have to do the uh, the whole Salat. Just sit for five minutes by yourself and quiet. Do it for a week and see how different you feel at the end. I promise you. I promise you it's going to make a difference. So if you're, if you are religious, prayer is dope. Pray all the time. Okay. Cause even if, even if we're, we're saying that there is no deity, he's not doing anything for you while you're praying. Sometimes you'll come up with the answers that mm-hmm. you need. You know what I'm saying? By just vocalizing them. Even if you don't say it out loud, just thinking about it. You're like, you know what? I had this problem. I'm going to bring it to guy. And you start talking and you talking. He's like, I never thought about doing this. Some people might say that's God. Some people might say that that's your own brain. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. You did the process and you came out with an answer. I don't care what it was. Just I'm telling you that if you take that time, take that process, that five minutes, it will be beneficial for you. So that's my health tip of the week. That's good. It's not always physical. You got to worry about them other pillars. Yeah, I agree. There you go. See, we agree on stuff sometimes. Yes. Damn, we 38 minutes. I ain't get to talk about none of the topics I wanted to talk about. That's all right. Because <laughs> of you, Nisha. Give the people. <laughs> I'm on a roll today. Yeah, you you singing all the songs. <laughs> I just want to keep it rolling. See how many songs we can get up out you. <laughs> For free. Uh-huh. All right. So last week, the song of the week was by uh, my man Zay Spade. Uh, what song did we do? Save Me. He had that uh, that sample. It was a, the Soul Sister sample from uh, Bilal. And I like the way they flipped it, man. I don't know who else was on the track. I got to check it. But hopefully y'all already listened to it and y'all contacted him and, and gave him all that good feedback so y'all already know who it was. But it was wonderful. Wonderful song. Real smooth. And I told y'all I love... I love Southern rappers because all of them can sing and all of them want to sing is real funny. Especially a lot of these new guys are using a lot of the, the soulful uh, aspects of music and uh, infusing them with rap. So I love it, man, especially down in the South. 
this week though we're not doing a song i told y'all it's not a song this week we're doing poetry we're doing i feel what? like poetry i like that i feel like i ain't let you talk enough this episode oh i'm fine i'm having a good time over here yeah somebody sent me a message and you know who it was i, I can only imagine yeah sent me a message with being mean to me on social media it was like oh i'll apologize or something like that i'll apologize or i'll forgive you if i hear uh nisha's voice on my way to work oh don't no ain't no all don't Aww. disrespect me on my face i'm gonna do page. another takeover y'all just just wait on it i've been telling you to do it. you need to just do your own show just wait i'm mm-mm. i ain't gonna have time <laughs> you ain't, gonna, I ain't have gonna have time it'll be you and him the kids said they want to do a podcast oh that would be so much yelling and over talking and just well it might just be the boys what are they gonna i don't want to hear 45 minutes of one of them talking about nipples or they're gonna be talking about Fortnite or something yeah dancing and stuff y'all realize Fortnite it's not a video, one of right? our sponsors what damn sponsors man you had to get that in there didn't you i did we you have 40 to. minutes That's, okay i'm gonna stop <laughs> no you good all right look, look so this week i want to talk about miss sharina she's our um our poet today it's not a song it's a poem uh i think we're going to use the poem rage she sent us two and i want to use the other one too because they were both uh deep dope but um we voted on it and we're going to use rage but miss sharina the first the the first time I saw her perform outside of the venue we used to always perform at, I didn't even know she was gonna be there. It was a Von Ray event, and I showed up and she was there, and it was a mixed audience, like different ages, different races. Uh, I about to say different genders, but there are only a few, and there were children there. She gets on stage, and Miss Sharina is the sweetest person you'll ever meet. She is the most helpful person. If it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't be doing this podcast in a very uh, transitive way um, because she introduced me to people, and I ended up on K-Ham Radio, and then I ended up doing the podcast because I like being behind the mic like that. So, But uh, she she's the, the most helpful, sweetest, most spiritual person you'll meet. She gets up on the microphone. So much sex talk. Her palms was so, like I'm a grown ass man, and I felt you, like I was doing something wrong. You made you cover yourself. I had to. I had to put the like the appalled. Like I had to put my collar up, even though I ain't had no collar. No, I was wearing a, a button up, of course. You know what I'm saying? So I, I was like, oh my god! And then I look out into the audience, and there was a kid it had to be about eight years old, and his dad had his hands on his ears. Oh lord. <laughs> And I posted that picture. It was wonderful. It was hilarious. But her poetry is so good because, like, I used to think at first that she just did, like, erotic stuff. And then I started to see her stuff about, like, her relationship with her kids. And then I see stuff about her relationship with her husband. And, like, everything is dope from her. And everything is so thought out and and just good. And I never see anything that's not exuding love. Even if it's sexual stuff, it's still exuding love. It's not like, oh, bang them and leave them. Because I'd be hearing women talk about that stuff now, and it's I don't like it. It's a turn off. But shouldn't that be turning you on anyway? Not that type of turn on. I'm just saying. I'm a, that out there. I'm a grown ass black man in 2018. I don't say that. Ca- Girl, you turning me on? Yeah. Unless Let I'm singing. Yeah. Go ahead, no, keep oh, going. Sorry. Kevin Little, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Miss Serena is dope, man, and uh, I just. Her, she goes by the best me and she also posts a lot of pictures of her transformation because she used to weigh a lot of pounds 
a lot of pounds, okay? And now she weighs a lot of less pounds, okay? <laughs> and she was already a dope person before, so now she's a dope person and actually loves more the way she looks, which makes her even more dope. Now, some people, though, they lose weight and they turn into jerks, okay? You see a lot of people do that, okay? But not her. So, um, this poem is called Rage. is by Miss Sharina, a.k.a. The Best Me. And we're going to um, post a lot of her. We're going to post all her links and stuff. Um, so, I'm just excited, man, to have another poem on, on the show because we've been doing a lot of rappers <laughs> i like it i love rappers rappers send me stuff i said yo send me something and i get tracks on tracks on tracks uh and then jay carlos too he ain't a rapper he a rapper at heart though because a lot of his stuff you did the hands <laughs> a, a lot of his stuff um you know you could tell he's a little edgy <laughs> like a rapper Yay. like me so um yeah i ain't got a whole much lot to say man i'm just glad to be back with y'all um giving y'all the podcast i'm tired uh what you got to say niche bye y'all i thought you were gonna say something for real bye (laughs) y'all all All right bye y'all man we love y'all have a good sandwich peace (laughs) rage was rejected in adolescence by those who were supposed to offer her protection rage was molested by schizophrenia who always had issues with feeling inferior Rage learned that her double D breasts could open doors that she couldn't get to open with keys, so she gave away her best to Brother Finesse. Rage became quiet when she was with him. He pretended like he cared, but he too was lying. He disappeared like her father. He proved to Rage that she wasn't worthy, so why should she even bother? Rage became BFFs with manipulation. They were inseparable until manipulation meant impatience. They used rage to capture ducks. They set the scene, but rage had to fuck. Rage grew tired of lying on her back to to soothe the pain. She ate and rage got fat. Rage knew now that the pickings were thin. That's when brother Isolation moved right on in. Rage married Isolation and sabotaged who she was. He never listened to her, so she felt unloved. Rage got her voice back after perversion slept with her man. Isolation was drawn to her, but he knew how it made Rage feel. Rage got locked up and imprisoned by Mr. Institution. Rage is doing life now. Rage got security, but not in the way she was looking.